I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying (laughs) is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. 
Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion with your tough girl, you can sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Guys, I want to light a candle as a cleanse <laughs> because we got rid of some bad energy and we got Ooh. our show back i'm telling you Ooh. that's the best halloween Ooh. gift we could have ever gotten is this spiritually clean one tree hill episode oh i love this episode i love I loved this episode it. this episode had the same kind of like magic yeah. Remember when we all cried in the beginning when we first watched the episode where Lucas turns to Peyton and goes, hey, your art matters. It's what got me here. <sighs> yeah. Like, we got our guy back. Yeah, we yeah. did. This was, we got our show back. I mean, this was definitely back to echoing the first episode, echoing the pilot. Well, and we had two major factors here, actually three major factors here that were fantastic. And we'll dig into all of them. Mm. Director Tom yes. Wright yep. is a favorite of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a female screenwriter, hey, Karen Usher. Karen. Mm-hmm. You can tell a woman had her hands all over this. Oh, this yes. is a good Karen, everybody. We love her. Yes. My God. And the third is that Chad acted his ass off in this he episode. So good in this. So good. Yeah. And so we're going to dig into all of that. Joy, why don't you give us the rundown? Give us the episode mm. 19 rundown. Okay. So, so episode 19, we have, um, the title, which is How Can You Be Sure? It was April 20th, mm. 2004. And um, the synopsis that we have, so it, history seems to re- be repeating itself in Tree Hill. Lucas has just learned that Brooke may be pregnant, and it's a big deal. They're trying to make a decision about their future. What are they going to do? Mm. Um, Brooke is really stressed out, doesn't know who to go to. She seems constantly alone and trying to figure out where answers mm. are. Meanwhile, um, there's a there's a lot to catch up on with Karen and Keith uh, and his proposal. Mm-hmm. And also this episode is big time about the SEX with Nathan and Haley. Yeah. <laughs> and the tattoo. And the tattoo. Um, there Woo! is yeah. so much to cover here. And yeah. I love the way all of it was handled. I am in love with this episode. This was delicious. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? Yeah. Let's talk about the elephant in the room because we're going to have fun on this episode, guys. This Mm. is going to be a long one. Elephant in the room is that we caught so much for talking about like Lucas's character Mm -hmm. in a um, judgmental light uh, because we didn't like the carousel episode. That one was, oh, that was a rough one. It was a real rough one, the cursed Mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. And the feedback we got, one, like we tried to laugh a lot of it off together, um, but there was some of it that Y'all was were really angry. <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> but but and it was like, you know, a loud, a loud minority. Uh, there were some people who specifically came at Sophia in a way that we're not going to do that, folks. Hard pass. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. Like, girl, I screen grab things. I'll send it to you. It was uh-huh. crazy. The violence, the, the verbal violence that ensued. Yeah. was Well, and something I think is important for us to highlight too, like I've really spent a long time thinking about this because I read some 
that like, as you know, made me, me unable to sleep for days. I only know how to make sense of things that are very emotionally hard and triggering, whether it's for me or for you guys, or by the way, y'all read the news. Like, you know what happened to us on this show. Yeah. And I only know how to make sense of that stuff by like, leaning into data. It's why I know a lot about statistics. It's why I know a lot about, you know, by what age most women have experienced sexual harassment or assault. It's I've had to learn about it to understand how it happened to us. Because we were smart girls. Yeah. Indeed. And like for us to go, oh, wow, we can see that a grown man who treated all of us that way in that episode in particular, wrote himself and his like fantasies for gross male behavior into a character who we love. Who's a 16 year old, by the way. <laughs> yes. Like it's okay for us not to like that. And like, oh God, I'm like, sh my chest is like shaking thinking about this. Like guys, we don't want to talk about him, but we hated what they made Lucas do in that episode because it reminded us of a man who abused a lot of us. Yeah. And to then... As, as I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to make sense of it with this, that, and the other, have, like, fans sending me tweets from other fans saying, like, Sophia's such a militant bitch, we can't wait for her fiancé to realize this and leave Ugh. her. Hard pass. Like. Don't like it. Don't want it. Whoa, you guys. Well, and it just kind of defeats the purpose of a rewatch because we have such a delicious episode this week. Yeah. And we couldn't enjoy it in the way that we do. If we didn't criticize the stuff that was bad, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. going to be both, kids. Let's all hang on for the ride. And we all remember Lucas as the Lucas in this episode, as a good guy who showed up for people. And so yeah. for us to realize that there was a period of time where the writers wrote him to stir the shit between us, we didn't remember that. It's blowing our minds. And yeah. P.S., we have a right to have our fucking minds blown kids. Let's all hang yeah. on for yeah. the ride. Yeah. Something that I also think is really important, you know, that Hillary, you and I have talked a lot about and Joy, you certainly witnessed for us. Like Haley and Nathan started off as very beloved, but Brooke and Peyton as characters were yeah. pitted against each other. And guys, Hillary and I have spent 18 years getting bullied <laughs> about like being bad. Team Brooke! Team Brooke! We hate Peyton! We're Team Brooke! It's so <laughs> intense for us. And so... Don't, like, please just remember, we haven't seen this show in 18 years. We remember Lucas as the Lucas in this episode. Yeah. As a good so friend good. Yes. who shows up and who talks and who listens. And so for us, it was really mind-blowing to be like, oh my God, he was, he was playing these girls. Like, it was a revelation whoa. for me. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. So like, so, just let us yeah. feel our feelings, please. And, and God bless us. Big God bless us. <laughs> God bless us. We learned so much in this first season, mm. and we had such good people affiliated with this specific episode. It was yes. Moira heavy. Mm. It was Tom Wright heavy. It mm. was a female voice writing these monologues for mm -hmm. these boys, Nathan and Lucas and Dan. Dan. Yeah. Like, Great revelations from Dan in this episode, too. Yes. Okay, Joy. Get into yeah, it. So Let's good. start with the okay. uh, the Karen, the Karen and the Keith. <gasps> Karen of it all. and Keith. Okay, mm. so that yeah, that was a pickup that um, Keith proposed at the end of the last episode, and uh, wow, I it got me thinking when Lucas went to talk to Keith when Lucas was making his rounds because in this episode Lucas just apparently drove around everybody's house. <laughs> 
isn't that what <laughs> you do great. when you're like anxious? <laughs> when you're anxious, you're like, I want to talk to everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. So, but when he was talking with Keith, it, it Keith was talking about how um, how he knew Lucas when he was a baby and why he stuck around when Karen was pregnant, and it made mm. me think about how long they had known each other. Really, but, mm. wow, why did it take so long for Keith to? make a move with Karen. It feels like it could have happened a lot earlier, but they got into this zone of comfort of a friendship. Yeah. And I guess maybe it's hard to move past that once you are in that zone. Um, but it, it hurt my heart so much for Keith. And, and um, I really thought Karen did love him and feel those feelings for him, but I guess, mm-hmm. I guess not. So Karen says I had to go find the rest of me. I've got to find the rest of me. Guys, when when we watched that, the three of us went, (gasps) Yeah. It's such a profound moment for her. And again, what a testament to Karen Usher, the writer of this episode, who who gave us a deeper perspective on everyone's feelings and motivations and the things people were struggling with, but certainly for so many of the women on screen to talk about their identities, you know, for Mm -hmm. Karen to say, I've only ever known myself as Lucas's mother. This was my first time being alone. And I want to find out who else I am. I I mean, the world's a bigger place than Tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah. It's so tough. But also, look, you can say that for your whole life, you can put off every new Mm -hmm. challenging experience by saying something like that also. So there's another side to this. It's not just to say, I need to find myself there. There's an element of like, she's just not that into you in that statement, because at the end of the day, if, if you want to find yourself, you can also do that in the context of a relationship that's going to challenge you and teach you how to grow in lots of new ways. Do it together. You could do it together. (laughs) We could go to Italy together. Exactly. But then we wouldn't have TV drama. Right. Of (laughs) course. And also, you know, it's a whammy at the end then when she's given Keith this kind of um, Mm. gentle letdown. And he's like, you know what? You're right. There is a bigger world and I'm out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Karen would have anticipated that because in her mind, when she delivers all that, she's like, you're home. I want to go out and explore Mm-hmm. You know, and and I can't really do that if I'm anchored to this place and to you. And so then for him to uproot yeah. unexpectedly is like, oh, you were willing to do that? Like, that's not anything I would have anticipated. Mm-hmm. I get it, though. If you he stuck around for 16 years, probably yeah. in hopes that this moment would finally arrive and he would finally get the courage. And I love that he admitted that yeah. to Deb. He said, I've thought about this. Yes. I've imagined mm-hmm. this moment and how it would go and how she'd say yes for 15 years, 16 years. And I never thought she'd say no. <sighs> Ooh. Oh. And to find out you spent, it's not that any of that time was wasted at all, but to realize like, oh, I've been, there's been a, a goal I've been working toward that was never a real thing. I have to I have to go now. There's kind mm. of no other option. How do you just keep sticking around, like knocking at the door when you know the answer is no? I like fresh starts. I yeah. I like pause and then re- play again. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that pause button is an important thing in life. And I feel mm. like we've all done that professionally. We've mm-hmm. taken time off work for a little while, or we've all like moved out to places where we have beehives, you know, and like <laughs> it, that 
That pause and restart moment in a person's life is really important because it's like, we go through school, we do what everyone tells us to do. We've got this chunk of our 20s where we're trying to figure it out. And then you do, you hit this like plateau in your 30s Mm. where you're like, oh, what the hell else am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know. Mm. And, and so they're both at that pause and restart moment. Mm -hmm. And it's sad that they're not doing it together, but I don't know, guys, every time I see Keith and and dev together i'm like i know definitely some heat it's sparkly when they're together (laughs) i loved her hair by the way i loved her hair in this episode (gasps) that little half up dude oh that was it that was the win barb was on full display killing oh man she was hot she's it's it's post-divorce hot yeah Yeah. you know what i mean when it's like oh yeah i'm gonna make him pay for this Oh, you're coming over? I'll just be working out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, did anyone know when Dan was going to show up? Because we no. laughed about that, too. So the whole time, the whole episode, Dan is just popping in places, popping into Deb's house, driving by into the clinic. Lucas's weight room. Yeah. Driving, like, he's just popping in. He's always driving by at an opportune moment. <laughs> Guys, it's got to be a hereditary <laughs> trait because Lucas is doing the same thing in this episode. It's just like, I'm a hamster on a wheel and I've got to pop in all these places, but it works. It really works. And I think it gave us a device. You know, one of the things we were talking about when we were watching is like, and I know we've mentioned this to you guys before, but the the folks we don't want to talk about who are in charge of the writer's room um, <laughs> were really active on those message boards that all our fans were active on. You guys made such a difference. You did, because you guys, if you recall, uh, those who watched the show in real time, you did protest the Carousel episode. Y'all didn't like it either. And they heard it. And so what was so cool in this, it it almost felt like Karen came in as a woman, the writer, uh, you know, not not Moyer's character. I, I guess I should be clear. Karen, the writer, came in and was like... Let's get the show back on track. Yeah. And mm-hmm. basically gave, in the most beautiful and unobvious way, gave Lucas a device to go around and apologize for his bad behavior and have that beautiful experience of growth. They they pulled him back over the precipice of becoming a, a shitty guy. Yeah. A Dan. And, and he, yeah, he had this awakening and, and he reconnected with his empathy and he went around and they made very clear to all the fans, like, we're going to fix this and we're going to fix that. <laughs> and we're going to, don't worry, we hear you. And honestly, I love that. Our fans are the best fans because they were like, where has our show gone? <laughs> <laughs> this was so much about Nathan and Lucas really trying to do their best and be good guys and be the best version of themselves in all, in in both of their respective um, scenarios, you know, Nathan Mm -hmm. not wanting to put pressure on Haley to have sex. And I loved, even I loved how the storylines crossed over and the conversations that Lucas and Nathan had in the locker room, even though it was was so good. That fight was so good. It was so good. And you know what I loved in that locker room scene? Tom did such a good job directing the boys together Because you realize that Lucas is coming in hot over, did Nathan betray Haley? Also, I have feelings for Peyton. Also, I've blown up my whole life. And then Nathan, when he goes, why are you so tweaked? And you see (laughs) it. Like, Chad played the recognition of, oh, I'm... This isn't about the thing. Yeah, like, I'm really really coming out sideways here, and I need to get my head on straight. Yeah. And, And it's this episode where... These, both of these boys are implementing 
the lessons they've been learning through the season. They're going, okay, I know better. I have to do better. How do I do that? And to watch boys learn that on screen in real time isn't something we got a lot of. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah. I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month. So I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens rocketmoney.com slash queens. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that... 
just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never girl, aired, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Listen, you guys, I'm I'm obsessed and I just never really saw it coming. What are you obsessed with? I don't with? obsess over things, but I am obsessed with skims. Oh, I was wearing this yesterday. My cotton jersey t-shirt from Skims. They're so soft and they hug my body in such a comfortable way that I don't feel like I'm strapped in, like it's all really breathable, but it's it's very flattering. It's really cute, but it's a nice fabric. So it feels like I can throw it on with sweats or with a kind of a fancy skirt and go upscale at night. There's something about this t-shirt that's really versatile. I love it. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone, literally mm-hmm. everyone. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. You're going to become one of those ladies where you open up the drawer, you open the cabinets, it. and it's all the same shirt just over it's and over and over again. It's a uniform. <laughs> shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. Now, if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So a woman talking about 
boy characters. Mm-hmm. It was it was so obvious in this. Joy, let's go back to the Haley Wake and Nathan up scene. Because oh, one, we were oh. all super pumped for nipple ring. Right? <laughs> but to hear this drum beat over and over and mm-hmm. over again of, I don't want to pressure you. Yeah. You know, we weren't talking about consent in 2003. Right. That was not, not a, conversation. a conversation. Or 2004, whenever the hell we did this. Um, was, was Nathan's stance on that? Like, what were your thoughts about it while you guys were filming it? Because it is yeah. a constant drumbeat the whole episode. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't know. I, for me, I loved seeing that conversation happening on television with young kids in this age range, and especially with a, mm-hmm. a kid like Nathan who had clearly been around and had been active, yeah, yeah. very active, yeah. and and um. It was just like something you do and that he has fallen in love and his feelings are now caught up and he has so much respect for her. It's not just like a girl Mm. is a thing for me to play with until I'm done and bored and moving on to the next person. Um, This is he is he's respecting her and seeing her as um, a whole person. And Mm -hmm. that is uh, something to to model to young women that they deserve mm. a man that treats them like that or a boy that treats mm-hmm. them like that and to model to young men as well that a, a, a girl, a woman is a whole being. She's not just yeah. something to play with, you know? So, and, and at that age, oh God, your hormones and sex is such a intimate, tender, I mean, it's the most intimate, tender, you know, emotional thing. And you're exploring all these new things when you're that age it's just such a sensitive topic. It's such a sensitive yeah. thing that that I thought they handled it so well. I loved that Nathan just wanted to make sure that she was looking out for herself. And Lucas, by the way, the conversation mm. that Haley has with Lucas in the cafe. In the cafe. Yes. So and good. he says, if you're mm. not ready, just wait. And what was the other thing he said, Hillary? And look past the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Both boys say over and over and over again to her, like, in different words, yeah. Look past the immediate moment. Like, think about this long term. Mm-hmm. And 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 Nathan says that in the way he's weirded out about the tattoo. He yeah. realizes it's a forever thing. Lucas also said, "I wish I had waited." Yes. Yeah. Oh my that god. That line. <sighs> to hear a boy say that, yeah. that really got me because we never heard boys say that. And what I thought was so interesting is. In the last episode, Nathan and Peyton have had this really kind exchange about their history. And then for Nathan to say, I really don't want to pressure you. And for Lucas to say, I wish I'd waited. Like those were foreign concepts to the way boys were talking on screen. And what I thought was really beautiful is well, even how our boys were talking three episodes oh. before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they were having sex in public. And now it's like, wait a minute, there are consequences to this. And what I thought was beautiful, especially given the way both brothers are coming at this from their perspective, is it actually, because of how honest and vulnerable it was, it gave Haley away. And Joy, you played this so beautifully, where it wasn't this like preachy black and white, girls don't want to have sex and boys pressure them. It was yeah. like, I'm in love with him and I am turned on by him and I do have feelings for him and I do want to make out with him all the time and I I can't stop thinking about him when I'm not with him. But then when we're hooking up, I also, I I want to stop. I don't feel ready. I hit a wall. I had never seen the fullness of 
all the feelings you're feeling, the yes, the no, I'm scared, I want to, I don't want to, I don't know what to do. I hadn't seen that represented like this. And and to see it in that, and I don't mean a love triangle, but in the triangle of these relationships with her boyfriend and her best friend who's a guy, I just thought it was so tender and beautiful and good. I thought so too. I loved being able to show that you can, it's okay to to acknowledge your feelings and it's okay to acknowledge what your boundaries are and you don't have to understand them all and you don't have to argue them away or talk yourself into or out of them. If you're not ready, just wait. Joy, did you ever have those conversations in real life? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely did with boys that I dated. I mean, I definitely was a late, I mean, I hate even the term late bloomer because there's just, it's so old school, but like, I definitely waited a long time. Um, I was out of high school. And, uh, and I, um, dated lots of guys. I was living in New York city and I would date and yeah, I would get to a point where I was like, Hey, listen, um, I'm not, I don't want to have sex. I'm just not ready. And some of the guys were cool and stick around for a little longer. And then eventually like, would just kind of fizzle out. And then some of them were like, okay, well, I mean, that's great. I, that's fine for you, but I'm not doing that. So bye. And then that's fine too. I mean, it kind of hurts. You go home and cry and eat some ice cream. But oh my god, <laughs> it's a right. good way to weed out the assholes. You yeah, know what I mean? It is. It really. Yeah. It really is. So even if you're ready to, just say that you're not for a little while, just to like weed out any yeah. assholes. It's a good barometer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's what Taylor Tomlinson always jokes about. She's like, I say, "Ooh, I'm not ready as a test," and then they're like, "That's cool, we can wait." And I say, "Charlie, you've won." <laughs> <laughs> It's one of my favorite jokes in her special. Oh, my God. so great. I love that. But you're right. Somebody who won't respect your boundaries, that's a sign that they don't – if they can't respect your boundaries, they can't fully respect you. So it is a good – it's good to be honest about how you feel. And uh, watching Haley do it in this episode was so good. Yeah. I mean, it's a loaded topic, but I loved the way we handled it. And I also, there was one more thing that I wanted to say about all of these Mm. storylines wrapped up, especially with the teenagers. I mean, look, we've got Jake with um, a baby with Nikki, Mm -hmm. who is like a wreck and seemingly sincere trying to figure her way through. And maybe she really is sincere. There's a lot of people who are a mess. They're sincere in the moment. And then they come up against their own Blocks She's and they a young run mom away. too. Yeah, you. We've got Brooke dealing with um, the the serious, sincere pregnancy scare, and then finding out that she's not pregnant in the exact moment that Lucas calls her a slut, and uh, and she makes the decision to sort of give him a taste of his own medicine, which I was totally mm-hmm. fine with. Yeah, mm-hmm. glorious. And we've got you know <laughs> Lucas walking through his fears and anxieties. What am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do? Um, And Nathan and Haley and the tattoo and the sex. And in no way, and through all of this mess, was there any shame. And I loved seeing people be able to be messy and walk each other through it and hold hands. And there was no shame. It was so beautiful to see that. Mm. Even though people Mm. weren't always making great decisions, there was still forgiveness and space and like love on the other side of it. So I just want to say that I was really proud of our team for creating that. Yeah. I think we are so lucky that we had Karen Usher and Tom Wright at the head of this because they were two people who always brought the best feelings and the most Mm -hmm. intimacy 
And I mean, Hillary, you said it earlier, like Chad acted his ass off in this episode, as did James. And, And those two people at the helm gave the boys space to be more than typical male archetypes. They they pushed them to be vulnerable and and look how and the boys loved it. Like look how beautifully That's they it. did it. They showed And then up. we all got to do it. Like, ah, oh, it it was like everyone was their most um, you know, their most raw vulnerable. And, and yeah, just willing to put it all on the table. And I agree, I'm just proud of us. <laughs> well, let's look. Let's look at that a little bit because this was the first season of our show. Yeah. When we filmed this, only like half the first season had come out at this point, and so visiting directors, like visiting people, the writers' room, they didn't know us. They didn't know what we were capable of. You know, I'd been a VJ. You know, Chad had been like the bad guy on Dawson's Creek. So it would make sense that visiting directors would mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, you know what he's good at? Smoldering." You know, let's get right. him to do that. You know, they didn't know us. And Mm. so when we finally started to get people that knew us and thought, you can do more, you know, that's when we really were able to start turning in performances that were risky, maybe, Mm. and stretched the perception. Like, this episode for me, personally, was hard to watch because I have a preteen son. And we just Mm. walked through the city and he held my hand for a little while. Mm. And then, like... And then at a crosswalk, he was like, oh, I'm holding my mom's hand. What am I doing? Oh, baby boy. He'll still, like, lay in my lap. But then he remembers, like, oh, I have, like, a mustache, you know? <laughs> like, oh my we're, God. we're right on that cusp. And so to see Lucas rebuff his mother and lie to his mother and, you know, game his mother in some of these past episodes. Mm. And then to really need his mother oh. in this episode and cry with his mother, Mm -hmm. Um, those two together were so, so good in this episode. That scene, oh my gosh, the scene where Chad was, I mean, the whole episode, he played this scared little boy thing so well, tone so well. Um, That scene with with Moira, that's got to be like a, when we talk to Chad, we have to ask him about that scene because that's got to be a career highlight for him. I mean, she's She's such an icon. And to be able to really do a real, we're not just talking about like chit chat. This isn't just like, hey, mom, I'm home. This is real deep stuff. Um, And to be able to play that with such a formidable actress must have been really exciting for him. So I can't wait to ask him about that at some point. Because Moira was intimidating. That was like, you know, you were going in with somebody with all the tools. And and how do you keep up? And he did. He showed up. Well, and something I loved about it, too. Moira, and again, what space they were given with that writing, that that Moira's reaction, you know, as Karen, as it's scripted, is that she slaps him. And then they run into his room, and it's his childhood room. Mm. And you do realize that this is a little boy. And Hillary, you said something really interesting when we were watching the episode. And again, this is what Karen gave us as a writer, that Brooke stabbing back at Lucas when he stabs her in a way gave us Lucas back because it shook him out of his I'm out experimenting and and it's like it shakes him out of the reverie out of that she calls him Danny Jr. (laughs) it's so intense I remember when I read that and I was like oh god this is this is a lot um but it's so good because in a way it's like he snaps out of the popular kid dream and he's Bravado. a kid again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
and and to watch them in his childhood bedroom with like that desk that he's probably had since he was 10 oh, yeah and 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 Moira delivers that performance where she's saying I'm just so scared for you you know and and asks how Brooke is like when have we ever seen yes. a mom of a boy do that and say she must be so scared Karen is so clearly terrified for these kids and it it's a perspective I haven't really seen when when there's a, when there's something where parents are talking about teen pregnancy and her fear let Lucas be a little boy again and it was just oh it was really amazing What's good about this it made him co- so look we we all watched the episode we know what the end story is Brooke mm-hmm. was a false alarm right mm-hmm. The sentiment of, um, oh, if you told me the truth, I wouldn't have had to admit this to my mother and my father and my, mm. you know, like oh, my friend. I wouldn't have had to tell everybody about this. I wouldn't have gone to Jake if you told me the truth. Mm. It was a catalyst for Lucas to get his sh- together yes. and to do the right thing mm-hmm. voluntarily. We needed yeah. it. We needed it. He so volunteered bad. it. He could have kept this a secret for another couple months, you know, because yeah. Brooke wouldn't have shown for like another three or four months. Yeah. Totally could have kept it a secret, could have played, you know, oh, I don't know what's going on. Mm. Um, instead, he gets right in there right away and is like, we got to figure this out because his identity of being an unwanted child. Yeah. Is so triggering in this mm. moment. Um the, the conversations that he had with Dan and then Brooke having called him Danny Jr. Let's get into that. Let's, Let's go. talk about go. Dan. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And, you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on, take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. 
Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just... Uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. 
When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. You know what I think is really important because, and we, we've we talked about this offline, the three of us, that this is the Lucas we look back on. Yeah. This is the guy we've always remembered and lionized on our reel. show. Yeah, like this is our good guy who's our empathetic leader, who's the author who writes the sensitive My book. End game. Yeah. My endgame. Yes, end game. <laughs> he's Peyton's endgame. And, and so one of the things I think that's been, to be honest, triggering for all of us is, is to watch when by some writers, Lucas was kind of hijacked and we didn't they remember experimenting with him. Yeah. It wasn't, and it wasn't a good look. And we didn't, we didn't remember that there was bad behavior on Lucas's part. Honestly, we didn't. And one of the things I I'm realizing that in our, like, what, what did he do? What did he say? He said he had two girlfriends. How dare he? You know, like, <laughs> like experience in real time is that we haven't, We've always remembered Nathan being the bad guy who had a bad dad and then yeah. became a good guy because of Haley. In in these episodes, I'm really seeing the impact that, again, like 18 years later, I didn't remember. I don't know if you guys did. Of of exactly that, that scar for Lucas of what Dan's abandonment did to him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it. Like what an impactful thing for a for a kid. And and this is the episode where we really get into it, where he's not running away from it, where he's not like, you know, ah, if you at the insults, where where he confronts it and he owns it and he uses it as his vulnerability when he talks to Brooke about what kind of dad he would never want to be. Mm, yeah. When he confronts Dan about why Dan was so selfish and how he knows he could never be like him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he started to experiment a little bit and realizes he isn't Dan. It's such a beautiful um, moment where you see a character cement his identity as an individual. And I just I just thought it was like such a powerhouse. Um, this is this is like a this is a if we made a top 10 list, like this would be on my top 10 episodes for Lucas for sure. I think yes. for all of us. Yeah. Also mm. in the Lucas of it all. In the episodes that were written by men, even when Lucas was going through something, he still found a way to flirt with everyone, mm. right? And that may have been a direction thing. That may have been what was on the page, you know, like whatever. When Lucas finds out, like Brooke could be pregnant, and then he runs into Peyton again on the quad, there is not a note of impropriety. Yeah. He is not flirty with Peyton in any way. Yeah. He's not like, it's th- when he says, what did we do? You know, there's nothing, um, conspiratorial. What's, what is, there's nothing conspiring about it. What's guys vocab. Conspiratorial. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is that a word? Yeah. Listen, we're going to have our drama Queens vocab list. What was the other (laughs) one that we had a while back? Scrapple. 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 That's right. (laughs) So I liked that this shook him up and he realized mm. like, oh, not every chick is a sex bot. You know, like yeah. Peyton is Brooke's best friend. Like eventually we're all going to be involved in this situation, whether we like it or not. Like yeah. let's 
be thoughtful. He's thoughtful in that moment. Yeah. Um, it was good to see them in friend zone. Yeah. And the thoughtfulness makes the misdirection later for Brooke and Peyton so delicious because it was the first time in a long time that this boy hasn't been flirting with her, that he's come to her for help. So then when Peyton turns around and says, yeah, he was so upset earlier, it's like she steps in it because it was so innocent. And you realize these people, they're just missing each other. And it's it's heartbreaking. She's oh. real dumb. <laughs> She's painting in good wor- no. words, conspiratorial. <laughs> We're just like, oh, you should say the thing instead of saying the around the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Guys, we have uh, we have not talked about one big thing that happened in this episode. What? Which was finding out that Dan has this whole folder <gasps> full of Lucas oh. memorabilia. photos, memorabilia, cutout, like mag- art- magazine cutouts. You remember cutouts. that, right? Yeah, I did. Well, once it, yeah, once I saw it on screen, I remembered. But um, no, I remembered the magazine holder. I don't know why. It's just a prop. It's like I was having some random visceral. You know what else I remembered is the sheets on the bed. As soon as I saw Nathan and Haley in bed together in the apartment, I, I had my, you know, like sense memory. I remembered yeah. feeling, feeling those sheets because they were all the same. And it was the same, you know, they all smelled like props, like they'd been stored up in the prop. <laughs> Totally. They smell like the inside of a plastic bin. Yeah. A truck. <laughs> yeah. And they've been washed with the same detergent for the last like 10 years. Like it was just, I don't know why, but that was some sort of sense memory hit me. And then when Dan was in his office, the magazine rack behind him, like the wooden what were magazine you doing rack. in Dan's office, I Joy? was never, but they would move props around. So Dan yeah, was, <laughs> that ended up in Haley's office or desk or something somehow. But I was like, I, I don't know why. All the things in this episode, I was like, I remember that that magazine. (laughs) When you said it, when you were like, I remember that. We we were on to the next point, but I wanted to be like, is it because it's under the lamp? Like it was lit. <laughs> it was lit by one of the million lamps. It was such a Our funny choice. About so many lamps. But anyway, so I lamps. I was I was pretty um a pleasantly surprised to see Dan pull out this envelope with all of those clippings in it. Um, I loved, you know, when Dan went in to talk to Lucas in the weightlifting room, I was like, why is he in here? Why is he doing this? Making the rounds of like, what's the point of this conversation? And then he turned the corner of like, not just being a bad guy and being like, your mother should have had an abortion and you should never have, you know, been born. So I was like, God, what a fucking asshole this guy is. And then he says, Something I can't remember exactly what the dialogue was. It was something about. He says you've got so much life. To you've live. got yes. There's so much life ahead of you, and that's what it was. It was like that's and that's what Paul was telling us when he was on the show a few weeks ago about that he was actually looking out. He was trying to in his weird, sick, twisted way. He was trying to look out for Lucas in the best way he knew how, and trying to get Lucas to see things from his perspective, even though obviously not considering Lucas's feelings or how it would affect him or impact him. <laughs> Anyway, it was just well, and he messy. really was genuinely so happy to see Lucas when he came to the dealership. Yeah, he was like, "You finally think mm-hmm. I'm not a bad guy." Yeah, you know, like, are you seeing my way. side of things? I was the dork that when he opened up that folder, I'm like, "Why does Paul have pictures of Chad?" Like, <laughs> I, I totally, like, I Wait, just I enjoy one? had to explain it. She's like, "It's Lucas. He's been saving them for years, Hillary." And I'm like, "Oh, right, duh." Right, because <laughs> he does secretly really care. He's, you know, it's meaningful to him. Mm. Oh, that's that's why Dan's my favorite character. He just keeps unfolding. It's like an onion. You just keep peeling the layers. Yeah. Well, and you know what's cool about it is it's kind of what we were talking about last week. You know, like when we were all saying. 
our opinions on whether or not it would have been an interesting choice to have had Brooke lie about the pregnancy from the beginning. Yeah. Sometimes the most misguided uh, actions can produce the most interesting on-screen journeys. Mm. And what I loved was that we had, because they're 16, this really genuine scare, you know, the pregnancy test that home one says it's positive. Oh my God. And had you ever taken a pregnancy test at 16? Oh my God. Oh my God. No, I was Haley at 16. I've been dating my poor high school sweetheart for three years and I was like, I'm still not ready. (laughs) Yeah. Good for you. Sweet angel. The idea of having to go buy one, you know. Terrifying. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I, and I think about, I think about some of the beauty of this episode to me was the innocence and the fallibility. Like Lucas had been fallible and Mm -hmm. gets his innocence back. And Brooke's innocence of being in love for the first time is broken. And then when he says to her that hideous thing of how do I even know it's mine? Ugh. That fight Ugh. in the parking lot is Ugh. chef's kiss. It so was so good. good. It's so good. So, so good. you were awesome oh, in this episode, thanks. Sophia. Yeah. You really turned out. We talked about Sophia's stamina because for the last, like, lot of episodes, Brooke has been so hurt and mm. so sad and isolated in her room and having to just sit by yourself and cry is so much harder mm. than mm. doing a scene where someone else is helping you work into it. And, you know, frankly, I'm pissed that Peyton's gotten the reputation as the crybaby because you're <laughs> out crying my ass. I'm yeah. crying a lot this year. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so good. And like, Aww. you can see the, the front of her being angry with Lucas mm-hmm. yeah. and then how it turns at home and yeah. being able to do both is a lot of work. Um, and you make it look easy. You do. Thanks. It, yeah. You know, it was really important for me to, to, I don't mean to be like hyperbolic, but it felt really important to do right by this storyline. If you were flip about it. Oh Ooh. my God. But to, you know, given some of what we were talking about, like, girls who end up in this position and get, you know, left hung out to dry, like all, how scary this is. And yes, how scary it is for kids in general, like that she goes to him and says, I really don't want to have to tell you this, but who, who else am I supposed to talk to? Like, it was something that I don't know what it was about it. It, I think, cause we rallied and, and kind of rode so hard for our characters. Yeah. I was so heartbroken for her. Yeah. And And to show that for someone like her, who on the outside looks like she has it all together, to really begin getting a window into Brooke's world where she's completely alone, she has no parental support, um, which she shared with Karen a little bit, which was why I loved that Karen in that moment also asked Lucas how Brooke was doing. It was so thoughtful. Um, But, you know, this little girl who's facing this by herself was... um, Something I wanted to honor. And in that youth and in that heartbreak, when he insults her and and says the thing about her that he knows will hurt the most. Yeah. Like the thing you're you're worried people would say to you that also isn't fair because it's a double standard about boys and girls. But anyway, um, (laughs) carousel. Carousel's our safe word. Hello? (laughs) Carousel. (laughs) Carousel. Carousel. That's what she should have just said to him. Carousel (laughs) instead of I'm pregnant. (laughs) Um, But, you know, 
he stabs her and she stabs him back. And it's yeah. a, it's a reaction. It's not even a choice. And I thought it was beautiful because then she's sitting there going, oh, dear. Yeah. I've said this thing. And how do I take it back? And that scene with them I thought was so genuine because she did need him to apologize. But yeah. the apology, it just... It breaks her heart almost even more because she's like, Because oh, he's God. the guy that she really loved. Like, yeah. he's saying all the things that yeah. made her love him. Oh. Yeah. It's it, hard. It was really good. That was really good writing for, for Chad and I. It was really beautiful in this sort of cycle of the Brooke and Lucas story to essentially bring these two back together in that bedroom. And they're yeah. covered in cuts they've given to each other. Yeah. Like, they've hurt each other. And nobody actually says, I'm sorry. It's just that the, mm. the communication is, it just shows it's not always necessary to say, sometimes it's necessary to say the words, but sometimes yeah. you just have to hear each other and and yeah. talk through. And, and I loved that he was so willing to just say, what do you want? I I will be here for you. I will do, I yeah. will do whatever it takes to be a great dad. I, I want, mm. I want to be a good guy. I want to do the right thing. You know, That's such a beautiful observation, Joy, because you're right. They don't apologize to each other verbally, but that mm-hmm. scene feels so apologetic yeah. on yeah. both their yes. parts. Yes. And they and they and they are sorry and they're yelling and they're honest about all the shitty things that have happened between them. And I actually think that the unsaid but obvious apology of it all is what lets her finally sit alone and just cry. Yeah. And it's going to let them be okay with each other in the future as the show moves on. Because they become such good friends. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. comedy, the comedy that evolves for Brooke and Lucas, like, over yeah. the years is so good <laughs> and so totally. funny. And I I do think you're right. I think this really lays the foundation for a, an honest friendship in the future. They both know that nothing was based in malice. Yeah. You know? And if you can get through really hard things like that with somebody, you know, you kind of know that you can get through anything. And them being able to have that as a foundation of like, yeah, mm-hmm. we made it through some really hard shit and look how young we are and we figured it out. Like, we can do this. Well, and I like that we got to model it too. There's a lot we got to model really well in this episode. The conversations around consent with Haley and Nathan. Oh my God. The, the honest Amazing. apologies and like the owning of your failures and, and the ways you've hurt people. And I'm so curious how, when we think about like the beginning of the repair of the rip for Brooke and Lucas, I'm excited to see, because we still see the rip for Brooke and Peyton. I'm excited to see how these two friends begin their repair because they remain in the end game of it family they remain best yeah. friends and well our middle our daughter's middle name is brooke yeah, you know what i mean yeah, exactly yeah. how do we go from this to yes baby sawyer brooke it makes me feel emotional i love it um i think the title of this episode is like bedroom talks because the mm. bedroom talks in this mm. episode are so strong we've got the nathan and Haley bedroom talk where he spies the 23 for the first time <gasps> Woo! we've got the Brooke and Lucas bedroom talk. We've got the Karen and Lucas bedroom talk. And then we have the Haley and Peyton bedroom talk. I loved yeah. that too. I love We that. haven't even Same. discussed that yet. You said the most lovely thing to her. Well, first of all, Haley pouring her heart out in a way that isn't like, she's just being so honest. Before a girl loses her virginity, she thinks most girls think about whether or not they're going to do it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 
it's something that gave me like hives and and a horror show. And yeah, mm-hmm. I was so nervous that I'd built up this reputation about being like, I'm a clean teen. You know, I really had a club called Clean Teens in high school. I was like <laughs> queen virgin. And I dated a boy who was not. Yeah. And I remember crying in his lap, just like laying at a party, like, I just need you to know it's never going to happen. Like, ever. <laughs> and I, so you can dump me now if you want to, you know? And he he was lovely. He didn't, um, which was nice. That, like, makes you feel nice when you take it off the table entirely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're like, you know what? I like you. I just like yeah. being around you. And Nathan says that. So Haley laying it all out, I think, was important for girls to see. Yeah, I think so, too. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or... Sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 
I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like, it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there, and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's regatón. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. I loved that um, the thing that uh, Peyton says at the chalkboard, you were painting HJ plus NS equals heart. It's so cute. And you said, um, I say something about how much I'm in love with him and how I feel and all those things. And you say, well, then you went further with him than I ever did. Mm. Because just acknowledging that there's so much more to a relationship and a connection than sex. Um, and mm-hmm. I think Haley really needed to hear that. Haley got a lot of good info, good advice yeah. in this episode, I think. Which is so nice because she's so often the voice of reason supporting everyone else. That's a great, yes. That's yeah. a good insight. To watch her get supported and poured into. and It's like the one and, place she feels lost. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to get lots of information you know, this information from Peyton, that nugget from Lucas, all of all of these things so that she can understand why she feels conflicted and that that's OK. And as you so wisely said, Joy, that there's no shame in that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Hillary, you're talking about how intense it felt for you to think about it. I remember my own anxieties like, you know, 
I hate that girls get so shamed that they get hives thinking about will I or won't I. Like, that's heartbreaking. Guys, it's never going to happen. Sorry, I'll be a virgin till I die. Honestly, we would go to parties. We would go to parties in high school and not drink. And like at some point in the party when other people started acting stupid, we'd yell out, clean teens. And then the other girls would yell out, virgins for life. And that was like for life. Oh my god! God. It was like it was like the call and response across a party, (laughs) and we thought it was so funny because we were owning the thing that other people could have picked on. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Girls get hives. There was one more thing too that I wanted to say about Haley's tattoo because Mm. um, it it just really started making me think what um, what an intro like that. There's so many layers in someone who would get a tattoo and says 16 years old and mm-hmm. hide it from everyone, even her best friend. It's literally just for her. Yeah. And that that's that takes a certain amount of um I don't know. I'm I'm at loss. I'm a loss for vocabulary words too. I need more coffee. But it it, it has takes, that ever happened? Did you get a secret tattoo ever? I never got a secret tattoo. I mean that that takes a certain amount of uh introverted that I don't have. Like that's a level of I need something that's just for me. and no, Or maybe mm-hmm. it's just confidence, a level of self-confidence that I didn't yeah. have where you can just be so comfortable that you're like, I'm getting something. I don't need to show anybody. I don't need to talk to anybody, but anybody mm. about it. I'm just, it's just for me. So y'all can all bugger off. <laughs> it's kind of great. <laughs> I haven't thought about it so much in that way, but I'm realizing like, oh, IRL, I'm Haley when it comes to tattoos. Oh, you are? Because you have all those white tattoos that nobody knows about. I have a, yeah, I have a lot of secret tattoos, you guys. I have seven tattoos and only one is in color. That's and, awesome. And I love, I love when I show them to people who I, you know, trust and love who go, oh, how have I never seen this? And then they never unsee it. <laughs> yeah. But and no one knows they're there and they're just mine. Yeah, and but to do know. that as an adult, that's like, yeah. that's wonderful. But as a kid at 16, I can't, yeah. oh my God. Because you met, like, we're all so desperate to be seen, no. liked, and known, approved. Uh, affirmed, mm-hmm. approved, all of that mm-hmm. stuff that for somebody to just be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, she's like on another planet. It's just so it wild. It is such a bold choice for a teenager. <laughs> a, she had to figure out how to get permission or get that illegally. And B, yeah, I mean, I, I started getting mine at 23. And truly, I think part of it was, was to make sense of how intense all the eyeballs on us because of the show felt. It gave Mm -hmm. me a way to make my personhood feel like it was just for me again. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, your body's a secret again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's smart. That's Mm -hmm. kind of cool. Like there's a thing you don't get to look at or touch or comment on or know about. Where are we going to put our drama queen's tattoos? (gasps) I can't (laughs) stop thinking about it. I have ideas. If we want to talk about adults making choices, you know, we've been wishy-washy on how old Nikki was. Um, oh, my and God. And in this, in this episode, she talks about tuition money. So we know she's like College 18, girl. 19 now, right? Yeah. College somehow. I would say she seems like 20. She seems old. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. I mean, they they certainly wrote her to feel that way. They hired Emmanuel. She's got such good eyebrows and eyeliner. Oh like she looks you like know a grown up. She okay, so because she used to model, maybe she still does. I don't know. Um, and they would need to sort of paint her eyebrows in different ways. Like sometimes it would be really extreme to the side, or like all the way up, or whatever. So she plucked her eyebrows from the arch out, like toward her ears, arch out. They were completely no gone. There was no eyebrows there. It was just no. the main part. 
And um, I had this, when I went to lunch with her, I just had this conversation. I was like, what's going on with your eyebrows? <laughs> because I'm so no filter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, she told me, yeah, it was because I model. And I went home and I plucked out my eyebrows you from the art Because I was like, she's Joy. so cool. I'm going to She is so cool. Oh my God. That's she is. It's, you know, we get to see a human side of her in this, but you guys, yeah. just so you know, we were all so intimidated by Emmanuel because she was cool. So she cool. Had, remember those little mean poodles she carried around with her? Oh my God. She, Why like, don't we, we need to have her on. Can we get her? Yeah, she's she on. should come on. Yeah. She's cool, She's got to come on immediately. But and it's interesting. over the years, people have always talked, I've gotten the note a number of times that it looked like Peyton was going to kiss her before she like slapped her. Many when times. Out there the was some bench. tension there. She's a babe. Uh, and yeah. we, I think we wrestle in the next episode, um, if memory serves me. I'm excited. But yeah. Yeah. We see Nikki's humanity. We see her humanity. And it is really interesting. You know, we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but there is something. One of the things that creeps in, you know, again, that came from a room we didn't have control of that is is weird for all of us guys is the reality that Nikki's in college and Jake is 16, that she does, mm-hmm. um, again, not written by Karen, the wonderful she writer inherited this that episode. information. Yeah, she inherited this information for sure from someone else. But the someone else cracked a joke, you know, wrote a line for Nikki to say, oh, I like him young. And mm-hmm. if she's 20 and Jake's 16, like, we're talking about something that's not okay, yeah. And I, yeah. I just want to say, I, I know that that has been a bit triggering for some fans of the show who are realizing this information as we are. and Because when we were kids, we didn't even track it. No, we just totally you know? overlooked it. Because we were all around the same age. But, you know, if you have experienced something like that, you know, I we don't mean to be redundant, but it does feel important to continue to remind ourselves and all of you guys that if you've been through something like this, there are resources. You can reach out to organizations to help you. There are wonderful online and in-person support groups and therapy groups and um, individual, you know, resources that you can reach out to if you need support to kind of process um, something like that. To even ask questions. Yeah, we don't want to be flippant about a, a thing that, you know, in a court of law would be a statutory rape case. It is hard for us to realize that these were some of the things that were not well modeled on on our show. Yeah, because what when she was a senior in high school, what was Jake like a freshman, an eighth grader? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even if she was, a, yeah, it even a senior way, when he was a sophomore. Because we're all supposed to be we're all supposed to be freshmen or sophomores. Sixteen. Right now. So we're all juniors. Sophomores or juniors? Yeah. Yeah, and Jenny's Jenny's about a year, maybe less. Mm-hmm. So it. Oh my God, Jake was like fourteen when they hooked up. See, that's rough. Maybe she was seventeen, and then like you know had the baby the next year yeah. or something. Like this is bad math. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't feel great for us, no matter what. And and you know, I think the three of us definitely went ooh when she said, "I've got spare tuition money." We were like, "Uh oh, we 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 gotta we gotta talk about this." So. But regardless, in real life, Emmanuel is fabulous, wonderful, smoking hot, and so cool that she made Joy so pluck her eyebrows out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when's the last time anyone saw Emmanuel? I don't know. Has anyone seen her recently? No, I haven't. We're gonna, I want we're gonna to get her back. 
when she when she drops the bomb on Lucas that she's Jenny's mother, <gasps> his scene, reaction is so good. So good. Like, they both played that really, really well. They really did. They really, yeah, really did. Yeah, there was did. just no, it felt like there was no acting in this episode. You know, sometimes you're doing a show, you're doing 22 episodes and season after season, and it can start to just, sometimes it just feels like you're you're at a desk job. You can just kind of I call, know when call phoning I'm, it I'm in. phoning it in. You know, you know when you're phoning it in. It's like, oh, yeah, I got lunch and at, like I'm supposed to be out of here by, yeah. by noon. I got a lunch meeting. Like, let's just get this over with. There was yeah. no phoning it in in this episode. Everybody You know really what scenes up. do that? The scenes where you're supposed to be acting like this is the best time ever. Those are the scenes <laughs> where I'm like, ha, ha, are yeah, we done? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Those scenes or the ones where you're like supposed to be at a club raging, except there's oh, no music and everyone's just fake dancing. And it's dancing. 8.30 in the morning. Oops, oops, oops. To the wrong beat. Oh God. Those are my, those are my nightmare. Those are the ones where I'm like, all right, channel, get, get it together. Get it together. Oh, Think gosh. about it. Well, guys, should we, like, maybe look at fan questions and spin a wheel? Yeah. The one thing I want to say about the end of the episode, I love how this episode ended because mm. Lucas thanked his mother. Yes. yes. Mom, thank you. If you're out there, thank your mother. Mm. Um, that was such a good note, especially for all the crap he's done in these first, like, 18 episodes, you know? Yeah. It was a lovely way to end. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten to work with Tom Wright on two other shows. Have you guys gotten to work with no, him? No, I haven't. I would love to. He did White Collar. And I was like, oh, my God, Tom, I'm so happy to see you. And then he called me because he was doing an episode of Castle. And mm. he um, wanted me to come in and play a Kim Kardashian ripoff. I remember that. And no one would have ever thought of me to do that. But I think oh, what we fun. see in this episode where they let us do things we'd never done before, a good director will see the potential in you that no one else has ever seen before. So yes, yes. that's our Tom Wright talk. Let's do a question. We've got a fan question from Bia, which I think is actually so genius. I wouldn't have thought about this, but we've talked in the earlier part of the episodes about how Chad had a tattoo on his shoulder and they yeah. needed to figure out how to cover it. So they gave Lucas a tattoo and Bia is asking, did Joy actually already have a tattoo? Hmm. And that did that influence the Haley tattoo moment storyline? Joy, you've got tattoos, but I don't think you have one there. No, 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 no. That was just, it was just painted on. That's just me sitting in a chair and them spraying me with a, a stencil. Um, Wait. Yeah. No. Oh, it was a stencil. It wasn't like a, a, a like transfer. It, it eventually was, but the first, because mm. we only saw it twice and we didn't know how many more times we were going to see it. So I think oh, wow. the first two times it was painted on and then they might have gotten a stencil. Because, I mean, if you see it, it looks like a sticker. It's, it's so painted. bright. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks like when they would paint your cheers, your face with the cheerleading, my, my, yeah, the yeah, yeah. R yeah, on yeah. your cheerleading cheek. Yeah, it was, I think it was the exact same paint, the same everything. The same and paint. they just, put, <laughs> just put some hairspray, some Aquanet. We filmed <laughs> it. We filmed on film, you know? Yeah. So everything was kind of soft and you could like fudge things like stubble and like yeah. tattoos. Now that we shoot on HD, if you don't actually tattoo it on the person, it looks so fake. So it's yeah. a different it's a different medium. That's hilarious. It it would have actually been kind of amazing if they had had to cover you having a tattoo with a tattoo. Like it just would have Oh, that would have been funny. No, I don't have one. But did they cuz you have Yet. that cool tattoo on your foot. 
Yeah. Did they cover that up for Haley or did they yeah, let you they have did. it? Yeah, uh, they did. No, they mm. covered it up most of the time. I think there were d- eventually, I mean, there were times, and there were seasons where I was like wearing glasses in an episode randomly because I just like <laughs> had my glasses on set and I forgot to take them off the top of my head. And then they were like, oh, joy, continuity. You're wearing your glasses. And I was like, whatever. I'll just put them on my face. And then now <laughs> Haley has glasses for like, an, suddenly she's got bad vision when she reads for like an episode. And there's stuff that like where you'll so see my funny. tattoo and then it goes away and then it's there. I mean, continuity is a whole life of its own on this show. Yeah. Well, when you're working 18 hours a day, I mean, it's impossible. Yeah. You do start to lose your mind a little bit. I, I feel like they let you keep your foot tattoo once we came back after the time jump. Oh, yeah. It might have been. Yeah, it could have been. We'll we'll see when we get there. I don't know. Yeah. When we get to season five, we will. We're have, all going to be looking at Joy's feet. Bia, <laughs> we will have an answer for you in season five. That's right. All right. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. Superlative. Most likely to. Oh. Oh. Be a social media influencer. Bevin. Bevin! Bevin. Yes. yes. In like real life and in, in pretend land. Because she's so likable. Yeah. Like Bevin is the girl who could do a TikTok that you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm obsessed with this company that she has started back in Wilmington. Yeah. What's that? I don't know anything about Recess. This. Yes. What? It's so cool. Bevan had been like this high-ranking soul cycle instructor for years. In New York. And started, yeah, at, like at the major facility here in New York. And um, she moved back to Wilmington in the pandemic and opened up Recess, which is, an, mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a gym where you do things that are like fun, actually. Oh. Like gyms can be so toxic yeah. and weird. Yeah. And Bevan is fun. She's walking fun. Oh, yeah, she is so fun. Yeah. I mean, we were like campaigning for years to get Bevan on SNL. I still stand by that. I oh, think yeah. she'd yes. crush it. Oh my gosh. But it's, it's been so cool to watch her find her passion. And then like Hillary said, you know, become like a top person in SoulCycle, which is such a huge company yeah. and then go and start her own. Like what a, what a legend. Yeah. She wins. She wins. I like it when we have an easy answer. No duh. That's <laughs> true. Come back next week. We've got episode 20. What is and what should never be. I don't know what happens in this episode. I'm like I don't catching up with everyone. Um, but we've had so much fun with you. Thanks for watching this episode with us. If you're not watching along, we encourage you to do so. Or at least just this episode, because this one was gold. This one's so <laughs> yes, good. Yes, this one's so good. Maybe watch episode 19 twice because it's it's really that good (laughs) oh (laughs) see you guys later bye love ya hey thanks for listening don't forget to leave us a review you can also follow us on instagram at drama queens oth or email us at drama queens at iheartradio.com see you next time we're all about that high school drama girl drama girl all about them high school queens We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queen, drama queen. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queen, drama queen, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. 
You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying (laughs) is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it is always time to dance. In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> 